Welcome back to It Was Murder, the number one heart-to-heart podcast in the world. I'm your diehard romantic, Eric Blood. And I'm your devoted lover, Elenito. And I'm the satisfied virgin, Joe Garber. And tonight, <laughs> up to bat, we have oh, an episode God. with baseball <laughs> cards <laughs> and a child. But the hearts <laughs> strike out. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out. <laughs> I said, and shoot me in the head. Take me out, I said. <laughs> Buy me some Xanax and Valium. Oh, uh, to deal with your fucking children. Yeah, we. <laughs> no one knows this, but we've been talking about children. I feel like half the time we start the For episode. Hour. <laughs> Eric's doing the intro and Ellen's doing a heavy sigh because of like, what we just talked about. <laughs> We're talking about how much we love children and love them tykes. Having them in our episodes of Heart to Heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so good. There is a child in this episode, which yeah. you will find out when we do our segment, mm-hmm. Minute Max, where we try to sum up the plot of this episode in 60 seconds or less. And I get to start Eric because starts. I am super lucky. Mm-hmm. Very uh, Okay. Hearts strike out. It's drama, 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 because the hearts are fucking, and then they get a phone call that says that one of their friends died. Next scene, they're at the hearts. They're in Jonathan's office for a reading of the will, (laughs) which is weird. Uh, The will says, uh, wife and kid get my baseball cards, and that's it. And Jonathan's like, yeah, (laughs) dude didn't have any money. Sorry, he was a loser. (laughs) And then uh, the sister, Dorothy, who didn't get anything, and she's like pissed, but she just walks out. And then call someone and says, we didn't get nothing. Fuck, we got to go. Uh, then when she's at the house with the kid, she see, hears Jonathan and the kid talking about the baseball cards. And uh, Jonathan says, they're worth a bunch of money. So she says, fuck it. We're going to kidnap this kid. And then we're going to get them baseball cards. And we're going to get all this money. And they do. And they sell them. And they get a bunch of money. But then they want more money. So they convince Jonathan to flip cards for six and a half hours. (laughs) Oh my God. Card flipping. This, oh my goodness. All right. Uh, All right. The hearts strike out and so do all of us. Uh, The kid is gifted a, a collection of baseball cards from his dead father and Jonathan shows them that they're worth money. So they decide to, that they're going to go sell them at this convention and but that his aunt schemes to steal the cards from him with this random dude and he steals a card and slaps his mom in the face when he, on his way out. Uh, so then the cards are missing but then the hearts go to the convention to f- figure out who did it and Jonathan's talking about talking to the guy who sold or who bought all the cards from the guy but he gets stabbed in the back square in the back with a pen knife through a curtain so he dies and then the hearts are like oh my gosh she's dead but we can still get the cards back by going to a random hotel room with a strange man and playing card flipping which is a game in which you have to flip cards onto the floor and if they touch you win and they say that's mine I won pick it up I won pick it up like 5,000 times and then Jonathan wins all the cards back and that's the end of the episode <laughs> oh shit I loved it <laughs> oh god Arts strike out okay so a guy that was not 
I don't know. I couldn't tell if he just wasn't smart with money or just kind of didn't give a fuck or whatever. Anyway, he dies and then his widow and his sister and their son are um, doing a great show called America's Most Intense Ingrates as the <laughs> wife is like, I can't believe you. I can't believe you didn't have anything. He didn't even leave anything to you, Dorothy's sister. And then the sister's like, fuck this shit. And then there's some stuff with a suitcase full of extremely rare, like relentlessly rare baseball cards. There's a little boy who apparently doesn't know shit about baseball, even though he was just playing baseball and is literally wearing a baseball mitt. And so then the hearts kind of chase around. They go to a baseball convention where Large March from Pee Wee's um, Big Adventure is. Yeah, and then uh, they flip cards and the end. That is what happened. I'm glad you brought up Large Marge. Uh, I also meant to bring up that the kid is from Airplane. <laughs> oh. There's a bunch of Airplane and Airplane 2. Yes. That's why I was, that's why I was so scared of that lady. See, so yeah, Large Marge was the woman at the base at the baseball card convention who pointed bougie. out her name was Bougie. Bougie. <laughs> and she she sold the uh pen knife. <laughs> she did to Rex. She okay. sold sold him the murder well, it wasn't murder, the attempted murder weapon, which was a senator's Washington Senator's nineteen forty seven pen knife. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Uh, that there, okay. There were a couple of things about this episode. 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 <laughs> there were a couple of things about this episode that I genuinely loved. Mm. Uh, one of them was card flipping. The bad guy. <laughs> one of them was the bad guy purchasing a collectible knife to kill. Uh, yeah. to to kill someone. A card collector. I I don't know why, but I thought that was so great. I just thought that was such a cool little detail. And I loved how that all played out. I love the they did the glinty knife yeah. thing, like because for so long. <laughs> funny enough, that collectible old ass knife had recently been sharpened <laughs> and polished. <laughs> yeah. So it was this glinty, 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 mm-hmm. uh, like next know, high anytime somebody murder. gets gets stabbed through a curtain, it's pretty good, right? Mm-hmm. Square in the back, square in the back again. And then he just like. Instead of going like, "Yowch, that hurt," he just dies. His eyes go wide. No, he didn't, didn't die. die. He didn't die. But he, oh, he didn't die. No, he survived it. Which oh. I was, I was very happy they included that detail because I was like, that wouldn't kill him. Yeah, um, I, I missed. That I mean, part. you'd have to be very have very good luck or be very informed in order to kill somebody with that pen knife right through the curtain. Yes, yeah. that's pretty intense. That's. But it did end the conversation, which was the goal. Correct. He did. Right. He did accomplish his goal. <laughs> Right, but so that's therein lies the part. I mean, I already feel like this episode weirded me out because everyone seems, at least initially, very unsad. Not happy, <laughs> but very unsad that the guy whose name I don't even remember Jack. Uh, died. Right, Jack? Yeah, I think it's Jack. Okay, so Jack drops dead and giving his family an opportunity to show how horrible they are. And the sister, which is like, oh, our father sacrificed everything to give Jack the greatest education and the bloody bond. I gave him all this money and whatever. And it's like, she's such an intense, for someone named Dorothy, that bitch is a, the bitterest Betty. And she just is so open about it. And like the wife kind of feeds into it too, where she's like, I can't believe he didn't leave anything to his sister. <laughs> right. And it's just like, is that something people say? Admittedly, you know, like I'm not at a lot of, super dramatic like black lace veil wearing readings of the will and thank goodness Mm. but that just seemed like very odd and very poor form 
And then, you know, like Jonathan paid for the funeral. Even, yeah. And it's like, how does Jonathan know this guy? Like, I sort of, I didn't want to watch it again because the scene made me so uncomfortable. Mm. Just the horribleness mm. of those characters in the face of somebody's passing. Also, just the greediness. Yuck. Just ugh. But, ugh. Like, did he work for Jonathan? Yes. I didn't understand. He was a president okay. at Hard Industries, is what I That guy was an idiot gathered. or something. He, he was uh, indebted. Was in a secret? He, he, he took out multiple... He borrowed against his life insurance policy, yes, which is he, a thing I didn't know you could do. <laughs> I didn't know you could do that either. But you probably can't do that. I don't... I can't I imagine. Don't. You just, so you just owe them more money? That's crazy. I don't know. That doesn't seem well, like a real thing. But uh, Jonathan said he knew he knew him more than just being a, an executive like a co-executive so they were friends i guess yeah okay so he's an employee and and blah blah right and mm-hmm. then when the wife's like what about the stocks and jonathan's like <laughs> there yeah. aren't any stocks. melissa there are no stocks yeah although i will say if we're tapping into the the uh <laughs> the unusual grief trajectory of jack's family yeah um that when the kid stays over at the heart's home and asks a lot of the kinds of questions that I don't know that kids ask in real life. Like a lot of all dogs go to heaven type questions (laughs) that kids on TV always ask, right? It's like, where is he now? I'm mad, I'm mad, I'm mad. Like, is is he with Boomer running in the field in heaven? Is he on the farm? Is he with grandma? You know, like all that bullshit, right? Um, Does he I have a head that he shot off? The way the way that Jonathan answers, I super love because Jonathan's just yes, like, yes, uh, maybe, yeah, like a couple of things. He's just like, he's just like, uh, I don't know, and it's like, good answer, true yeah. answer. He's like, um, possibly. I love that scene. He definitely <laughs> avoided those heaven questions, and because yeah. Jonathan was like, he might be there, but he's really in your heart still. His spirit yeah. lives on through you and through your memories of him. Yeah, I, and this is your spirit. It's like, okay, yeah. I can almost tolerate having a child in this scene because of that, but also yeah. because it's just tempered by Jonathan having complete like Byzantine death mask face and just being like, ah, probably not. <laughs> yes. But you know where he does uh, quote unquote live? In your memories, kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a great yeah. Jonathan grief, moment. Grief Jennifer crying in the background. It made it I, I didn't want to look at that kid's face covered in tears. Like it looked like they smeared him with Vaseline. He was just gross looking. I was not mad at the kid. I really? thought he did a really good job. Like it, the kid was one actually crying, which, which <laughs> points to trauma. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> the kid was good. I thought the kid was good. He yeah. like he he wasn't the, yeah. It wasn't like where's my daddy now. Yeah. It was like a real kind of grounded like it was. Where yeah. is he? Like the kid like, was, was like age appropriate. Yeah, and just kind of like the kid seemed fucked up by his loser dad dying, his secretive yeah. loser dad dying. <laughs> yeah, he, I, I mean good. that the kid did a good job. Good job yeah. on the child child actor scale, especially for heart to heart. Totally. This kid is the one that I have I have least wanted to punch in the face. But what about ElfQuest? Oh, Elf, oh, good old <laughs> gay ElfQuest. <laughs> the kids are are so often sports adjacent. And yeah. they're almost always kidnap adjacent. Yeah, they are. <laughs> That's the I guess cuz kids, kids are just kids are just like so portable. They're just so easy <laughs> to pack up and take with you. Just so easy to grab and go. When you were talking about how weird the scene is when they're discussing the will, I think mm-hmm. I can't remember who's nothing for his sister. Yeah, 
who so one of them i can't remember who says it but they say the quote is i don't i don't mean to seem maudlin but his was no pauper's funeral that was that was his like, wife that was uh melissa v- right melissa vanessa or vanessa valerie valerie oh valerie know. sorry i just valerie it was valerie and dorothy like 10 minutes i just thought that was such an insane valerie way to say and that. dorothy the ungrateful <laughs> shilling gals yeah they I, were not I, nice so one of the things that struck me with this episode and apparently didn't strike Ellen <laughs> was how heavy it just seemed to me. Mm. Like the from the beginning, like aside from so the that's not a proper the gross, use of the word maudlin. <laughs> the gross baseball sexual uh, conversation at the beginning, uh, immediately going to death and Jonathan doing doing Jonathan's version of I'm sad, which mm. is I'm angry. Um, yeah. which I, I've come to just appreciate is that's how Robert Wagner, uh, portrays that, uh, carrying that over to that will reading scene, which was shot so heavily, mm. <laughs> like slow pans in the fucking, uh, conference room with a portal window conference room. It's Jonathan's office. Jonathan's office. Weirdly. <laughs> like what the fuck? But like the whole thing, the, the time they took with the dialogue, the, the pauses, the, mm. There was so much capital A acting going on in yeah. that scene. So I don't know. I, I I agree that it was like, wow, they're really they're really focusing hard on the money, but then there wouldn't be an episode if they weren't. Uh so it right. was but it was still like blue. It was it wasn't dark. It was blue. Mm-hmm. This was a blue episode. Mm-hmm. Not I just, not dirty blue. Um, until <laughs> we get to the blue. card flipping. Yeah. I just th- couldn't ugh. couldn't get with I feel like normally that scene was so weird that it's the kind of weirdness that I can really get down with mm-hmm. normally, right? Where I really respond to where it's like, I'm not sure what's up with that cadence or pacing or whatever. But this time, maybe I just, I'm a little tired. Um, <laughs> I, I just was like, what the hell? And then when that woman spoke, and I say this only as a female identifying person with a very low voice can say it, I was freaked out by her voice. Oh. I was Dorothy like, or Valerie? What? The aunt or the mom? Valerie. The, or as I think of her, Melissa. <laughs> um, I just found her voice to be so low and weird, and it made all the weird, greedy things she was saying about the sister even weirder. Mm. I just couldn't do it. She looked evil to me. I thought she was going to be the bad one for sure. She just had an evil look. It's just because she had that like high forehead and a middle part. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, it's like Carrie's mom. Yeah, they mm-hmm. gave her kind of like a confusing Goody Proctor face. Yes, yes, it, it was yeah. weirdly like like nineteen eighty two percent Goody Proctor. Yeah, <laughs> and that wasn't helped by the thing about the sister. <laughs> <laughs> I I thought that scene was funny when the sister runs. She is clearly having a moment. You know, yeah. she needs to leave the room, but they're in a room. She leaves the room and closes the doors. As if she's going into a room, but she's leaving the room and closing them all in the room, which is like a kind of strange moment. And then gets on the phone with this bad actor dude, random dude. Uh, And she says, wife got stuck with the mortgage and kid got stuck with some bubblegum cards. That's all there was. Like. Yeah, she did, she also made that call right outside the door. Right outside the door. Right. <laughs> Super loud. Yeah, yeah. And completely like the classic, like. Oh, oh, my brother. And then just like, motherfucker, that fucking fucker. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> like she did, she said, I feel like 
this villain was formed during the episode, which is a little bit unusual for a heart to heart episode because she was just upset that she helped him out through life a lot. It sounded like she was genuinely kind of pissed that there was nothing left for her when he had this big. It was. She and Rex were counting on that easy yeah. on that yeah. payout. But I don't think she was super villainous before that. I think she was just like a normal person. And yeah, this this pushed her into planning. Yeah. Yes. And the first thing they do isn't even that bad. I mean, the that scene. So they <laughs> Wait, plot to steal. The B and E or the stabbing? No, the just the kidnapping. Stealing this dumb little the kid's pointing baseball. Pointing the gun at the kid. Stealing the bubblegum cards. Child? No, the the first thing. The first oh, one. Sorry. <laughs> the first thing. They sorry, did. there were so many things that that not very criminal villain did yeah. that I had to choose from. She had Rex break into their house and steal the cards, and then he added, he threw the kid on the bed and slapped the mom across the face, and she, they both went down. That kid was like unconscious mm-hmm. on the bed. I don't know what happened to him, but that I, that was shot in such a great way, like a real home invasion. It was handheld, kind of it scary. Was, yeah, that it felt scene really was realistic. creepy as fuck. Yeah, yeah, when he was in in the window in his uh, cat burglar regalia. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was very rapey. Yeah, yeah it was, really creepy. I thought it was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I liked that scene. It felt more realistic than a lot of the heart to heart action. But that's you know, aside from knocking a child unconscious and slapping a woman unconscious <laughs> that crime isn't that big of a deal in the heart to heart universe stealing a suitcase full of pl- of baseball cards like who cares I'm your, your brother's widow and your nephew <laughs> yeah i think you know she needed something <laughs> she needed some of that fucking money and he didn't give it to her and she supported him i'm on her side so i point. feel like rex like he, slapping her i feel like that undersells it i feel like i mean mm-hmm. he knocked her upside the head she yeah. goes down she went yeah. down hard she yeah. definitely went down she, and she had to go to the hospital as the kid says <laughs> later and she got and he knocked that yeah. kid out too i don't know what he did to that kid i thought the, the little detail about their car breaking down when they're just trying to go have a um dad's dead picnic um, was a nice touch where it's like, yeah, like these, they're just the bottoms falling out of life mm-hmm. for these two. Because mm-hmm. then it kind of raises the stakes for the viewer on the incredible collection of baseball cards that they have. I mean, that's <laughs> just, I laughed out loud as they were going through the baseball cards. <laughs> it cracked it me up like, that like, those cards one were, after the were other. just like in a box uncovered. Yeah. Like, they weren't in, in the little, suitcase. Little yeah plastic sleeves or anything like it's a quarter of a million dollars worth of baseball cards yeah yeah and then we get to the weirdness of the man who has a secret high stakes card flipping game at the baseball card convention what What the the actual fuck that was so mr brooklyn bizarre mr brooklyn yeah what the actual fuck though like this episode it reminded me of Eyes Wide Shut. It was just like, oh my god, <laughs> we're in a normal situation. Then things just progressively get weirder and weirder. And when they go into that card flipping game in that hotel room, yeah, where three thousand dollar buy in, <laughs> they had taken the art off the walls. Which I was like, why did they take the art off the walls? And it was like, oh, because they need the walls. So uh, also, that's some attention to detail that deserves to be applauded like i because i noticed the paintings sitting on the floor propped against the mm-hmm. wall and i was like what the fuck is going on 
Like, did they just forget to put that up? <laughs> we gotta explain card flipping. What the fuck? Oh, well, card this flipping is... is the age-old game that everyone has played. Yeah, in their schoolyard <laughs> with the schoolyard school chums. Where mm-hmm. you drop baseball cards on the ground. <laughs> yeah. And depending on the rules that you're playing by, yeah. uh, it's either equal side up wins uh-huh. or if or you're playing by mr brooklyn's rules off the you wall flip off the you wall touch the card. and if it touches your card yeah. you win which you win. The, the fact that they made up two variations of this game that doesn't exist in reality is fucking nuts and that they had an uh, like everyone was dressed up yeah like jennifer wore a gown he was in a every there were tuxedos around the room so i thought you'd be excited because the card flipping no. did the, required the, black tie no black tie was a requirement not to, to attend mr brooklyn's <laughs> and it, card flipping like but, so much okay. of the episode is taken up in this room too and it's just it's not black tie because it's this weird schoolyard game that they're playing that doesn't make any sense at all and it's just but they're all dressed literally dressed in black tie yeah it just like gowns for women and tuxedos for again men. even so eyes wide shut. black tie i can't I'm, call it black tie. i'm fully eyes wide shutting this like it's it, yeah you, they walk into that place it's handheld camera yet again mm-hmm. uh they 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 scan this tiny room. There's a charcuterie board, or, whatever. Yeah. There's, or there's just an or a fucking crudite platter. Um, that after six and a half, they play this game for six, six and, a, and half a half hours. hours. Six and a half hours, which we get to see approximately four and a half of. hours of. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and only a quarter of that. Uh, hors d'oeuvre plate is gone <laughs> and it felt like a and joke. the japanese couple is the first to leave <laughs> because they're like i'm out this is bullshit <laughs> for the entire time you're watching them play it's just mr brooklyn or whatever saying i won pick it up i won pick it up i won pick it up if and this it's just- if this was in kentucky fried movie i would have totally believed it like like this totally seems like something from the hong kong movie in uh kentucky fried movie uh-huh. sure like, what an insane choice. I don't understand. It's Bananas. so weird. Mm-hmm. It's so, so weird. But what's even weirder is that what's going on at the same time as the card flipping, <laughs> the floating card flipping game is that Aunt Dorothy and Rex, even though they stole the cards and, and resold them, they fenced them successfully. Yeah, they've been they got to Mr. Brooklyn, who runs the insane floating card flipping $3,000 buy-in black tie in the hotel room at the convention event. So Aunt Dorothy and Rex have gotten away scot-free. Mm-hmm. They have literally a briefcase of money because baseball card convention is apparently cash only. Mm-hmm. So they have <laughs> succeeded. And they could just drive away in their light blue and wood paneled station wagon. <laughs> but Rex proves he didn't really have to say, I'm not going to be a three time loser because you could already tell that that guy was dumb enough to have already been in jail twice <laughs> because he insists that he's taking all the risks by dressing up as a rapist and climbing in through the window and punching a mom and a kid. He's taking all the risks, Dorothy. He's going to get more money. Mm-hmm. Also, Mr. Hart can't see the bloody blah. I have to stab somebody with a souvenir pen knife. But it's just like, okay, so their idea is to kidnap the kid mm-hmm. 
and hold the kid for ransom until they get the cards that they just already sold for $250,000 in the year of our Lord, 1982. <laughs> Rex. Yeah. Like, Dorothy, I think you might want to rethink this fucking Rex thing. Yeah. Because Rex lives up to the name. <laughs> I have to say, I kind of liked this plan. To get the cards back? No, to to double to double down. Really? I kind of like kidnapping it. the kid. Then, well, technically, she didn't kidnap the kid. Whatever she took the kid to a double feature. This is his aunt. There is no suspicion. The kid doesn't know he's being kidnapped. That he's technically not being kidnapped. He's just being taken to the movies for four hours, and Rex is then able to to use that to his advantage. And I thought that was kind of clever. I, I mean, the, the the whole thing is ludicrous yeah complete like like the the fact that there is a children's game this mm -hmm. high stakes children's <laughs> game being played in some hotel room that they just made up for the show that they just made up for the show which i but also isn't, love <laughs> isn't it is it even a children's game i mean because baseball cards are absolutely just turn of the century the 20th century and it's like that game makes the hoop and the stick mm -hmm. seem like chess. Yeah, it really does. But isn't it? I just mean, that like, game is literally like just dropping um, various pieces of cardboard, cardboard <laughs> rectangles on the ground. Yeah. And when Jonathan implies that he is skilled at that, that's when I'm really just like, I guess I think I don't know what's going on anymore. He played that game a ton when he was in school. I think I don't, I don't know why I find it all weirdly plausible, like like not not in reality by any means, but in television reality, mm -hmm. I find this all completely possible that this this like this game would be played 30 years earlier in 1950 <laughs> by these people I guess. who have baseball cards. And it's like it's like jacks. Like it's just like these are useless things it's that like we pogs. are playing this stupid game with. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, this totally makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. The fact that the game never existed and is totally made up just makes me like it more in the really? episode because it's like, wow, y'all really went there. It makes me wish that they had invented a better game. <laughs> I wish they would have invented a better game too, because when they started playing the game, oh my I God. was like, how For can you possibly <laughs> How can you possibly justify showing us this for as long as you're showing it? And they justified it by spinning the camera, like just spinning the camera. I, that part amazed me. I, I was actually like, well, now I kind of love it. Which uh, is also like, I don't. Though. Yeah, that was also a, that's an airplane move. Like they did that in airplane. Like this is <laughs> oh, maybe that kid directed airplane? the episode. It's like time has passed. Yeah. We'll indicate that by showing various clocks and, yes. uh, and everybody and spinning the camera. And it's like, I got to give it to you on that. Everybody at this party is bored as fuck. They're like yeah. bored out of their minds. Like people are just just asleep on chairs. Yeah. That's another like, thing that I liked about it. It <laughs> shows two people leaving. And it's and like I'm they like, shoot horses, don't they? Like it's like, is it like what's going on? Is this an endurance card flipping event? Kind of is. Holy crap. And of course for me, I just freak out because I don't I hate the way they dump those incredibly valuable pieces of collectible mm -hmm. ephemera into the briefcase. <laughs> it just made me so uncomfortable. Is it the director of airplane? It's not the director of airplane. It's the director of the changeling. 
Oh. Shut up. I am not. Oh, that explains the hand. That explains the handheld camera. That also explains why that scene, the the break in scene, was so creepy. (laughs) The change, but also, also the will scene, like that's Mm. that explains all the creepy space around the dialogue. I think in that will reading scene, wouldn't you agree? Weird. Yes. Totally. Totally. Uh, That's so bizarre. Okay. Changeling, I love. I love the change. He directed the ruling class. He directed the changeling. He directed species two. What's his name? I um, like his species. name is Peter Medak. Hmm. Species one, which is, I guess is just called species. Yeah. We species call one. It, we call it Sil, species. Still <laughs> love you. Reese's this guy, species. He's a, he's a television. He's a journeyman director. Like he's just done a bunch of television and, and random looks like works fire. He directed an episode of, Breaking Bad, like he's still alive. Mm. He directed an episode of wait. He directed two episodes of Hannibal. Mm. My man. In the game. In the game. I'm I'm surprised he got to direct anything again after directing this scene of Heart to Heart. Maybe we should ask him what he was thinking. He directed an episode of The Wire. (laughs) I won. Pick it up. Omar coming. Omar coming. (laughs) Omar, pick it up. Omar, pick it up. Omar coming. Also, why Joe coming? The guy. Why why Joe coming? Why why Joe's coming? Why why Joe's coming? (laughs) Everybody's going to have a good time if that happens. (laughs) The guy that told them about the card flipping, high stakes card flipping jackpot night, he was like the greatest showman, snob, carny, just really selling them on this event. And he was just the assistant to Mr. Brooklyn. And his like chuckles were just. He was like a super He's villain. He's like, if you can afford it. Nah, 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 nah. The yeah. password is Ebbetsville. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, really? The password's Ebbets. Isn't it just a little on the nose, you guys? I don't know anything about baseball, so no. I got, I got to say, man, talking about this episode is making me like it so much more. It's really? so weird. It's such a weird episode. Like, it starts at zero and goes to negative 100 yeah but it's still 100 like it's still it's still a distance being traveled <laughs> but it is a it's a weird undesirable distance but i have to like <laughs> i circle. have to applaud it in some way it's so weird it's, it's like very very weird i think it's just like for me this week i think i just wasn't in the well this sucks i had to stream the episode which made it harder for me to to watch um because i broke my player oh no and so i watched it streaming um so i actually i didn't watch the episode itself backwards but i did watch the visuals backwards it's not an excuse but the whole thing was very discombobulating Mm. you know normally i love anything that's about somebody that collects because i'm fascinated by the Mm. weirdness that is collecting and collections and philately like i'm interested in philately philately (laughs) um but I don't know. It, it's a really, it's just a really peculiar episode for sure. It's kids and baseball, two things that I love in one episode of Heart to Heart. I can't believe how lucky we were to watch it. <laughs> Ooh, my favorite plot line. <laughs> well, I mean the the amount that the baseball cards are um, said to be worth in 1982. I mean. It's true. Baseball cards. I mean, sports memorabilia, if you hit it right, it's, it is a really good investment. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. I think if you were 
willing to go all the way to get these cards back and you're willing to stab someone with a pen knife, the -hmm. time to get the cards back would have been just right after you sell them and then stab him and then get the cards back. You know what I mean? I just see them as And then sell them again. Yeah. (laughs) Sell them to Boogie. (laughs) (laughs) Boogie. Boogie. I I just, I feel like they just saw an opportunity when the heart showed up in their fabulous satin Dodgers Dodgers jackets, (laughs) jackets, which I was just like, that's so cute. They, they Mm. look so cute. Mm. Um, But yeah, I, I don't know. I thought these villains were kind of smart. Like they, I mean, Rex was, Rex was dumb because he's just, he's dumb. He's willing to do ridiculous things. Incredible that he got away with stabbing that guy in the middle of a, convention so well yeah again (laughs) or no tv show yeah but uh i don't know i just i i found their taking advantage of an opportunity kind of it made it made sense to me it didn't it wasn't as ludicrous as some of the other things that we've seen happen in this show i was fully with her though (laughs) she says let's back off we've got the money let's back off yeah yeah she has a moment where like she remembers that um, it is her nephew or something, right? Yeah. yeah. Dorothy has a moment where she's like, uh, too far. Yeah. Yeah. Right? But uh, she, uh, yeah. Just the fact that she went from kind of normal person to pointing a gun at a child by the end of the episode, I think is pretty incredible. That, oh. One of us can get, we can each at least. We can each get a shot each off. Get, get a shot off. Yes. Like, oh, dark. Jesus. That, yes. Dorothy, that's wow. fucking dark. But wow. I'm, I'm yeah. still on board because I don't like that child. Well, uh, yeah. And all I kept thinking was that poor kid. <laughs> like, what a terrible week. Yeah. Your dad dies and then your aunt, who you are very fond of. Tries to murder you. <laughs> yeah, threatens to kill you, Jesus. Yeah. For some baseball cards. That you like your dad dies, you are then assaulted in a B and E and then your yeah. all your shit still the only thing you own is stolen. And you stay with the hearts and Jennifer doesn't even bring you out homemade cookies. She doesn't bring a plate of cookies. She doesn't bring a plate of cookies out to I you. I know I was waiting for the mixing bowl of chocolate chip cookies. Yes. And I waited a while, but now I'll say it. Do you guys really not know that card flipping is a real game? It is? is that- yeah, totally. No, I, I Googled it. No, it's a game. Really? Wow. Yeah, I've never seen it played like with the weird thing where you put it on the wall. like a. Is it actually, is it called right. something else? Because I Googled it to see if it was a real Ooh. thing and it, nothing came up. And Google knows everything. Google does know everything. <laughs> <laughs> I, of course, game. have I, never I'm, heard of this because I've, I'm not, I've never had anything to do with baseball cards. Yeah, I'm not clear on like the two variants that they describe in terms of winning like i don't i'm not clear on like the in the fine details uh, or rules of card flipping but card flipping is a real thing i don't know are you sure how sure are you about this because i'm googling it currently and like everything that's coming up is like uno or playing cards is it usually with baseball cards or is it is it a thing that you do with it's, any it's set of, any deck cards. of cards really it's baseball cards but people do card flipping with decks of cards also, right? Or you do the crazy thing where you throw it in the hat. like Just as like a chance. People oh, okay. just I know are like, like bored to shit yeah. like with cards and anything card shaped. That's so bizarre. That's But okay, but you, you can't convince me that there are high stakes card flipping games. <laughs> I, and, I, and I did not try to do that. Because <laughs> mm. wow. Wow, wow, I mean, wow. There may very well be. It's like that's valuable, valuable commodity. Oh, I this died with the eighties. I guess it's really hard to find any information on it. 
Ellen, did you ever collect any like collectible things that weren't records? <laughs> <laughs> I, I I've collected several th- collectible things that are not records. Um, I collected for many years Halloween um, party favors, like Denison's like Halloween party decorations from the 1900s up to the 1940s era. I collect movie posters. I've collected movie posters for several decades now, as you know. And I have collected trading cards, not baseball cards. Um, So I have several full sets of both Star Wars and all the Empire Strikes Back trading cards. Do you have the C-3PO with the giant heart on? Nope. (laughs) Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Nope. Maybe there I is do, a, but is it there is I believe it's an Empire trading card. It's set one or two. Uh there's red or blue. Oh, I I do well, not. Well, I have complete sets, so if it's in the Empire set, I have the card, I'm, which I I'm, will now go look for. I'm just assuming from the image that it's from Empire because it's a very dark image of C3PO. Um, but it's C3PO standing in the Millennium Falcon. And <laughs> the the way that the, just the composition of the photo, it looks like he has this giant gold metal erection, and it's it's famous. Like this is I'm not I didn't make this up. Huh. I've never heard <laughs> it's of that. Really, really funny. <laughs> yes, oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! It's green. What um, the fuck? <laughs> Um, if it's green, that's Star Wars, I think. That does look like a huge boner. It really just looks like a boner. What is it? Oh, it's just his hip? It's just his hip. Oh my God. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus. I wonder how much that is. That's worth. (laughs) Jesus. I used to collect Pokemon cards until one day my friend was like, these are just pieces of cardboard. Why do you want, why are you spending so much money on these? And then I was like. You're right. And I started selling them all and made like $200 and it was great. Nice. Yeah. I collected oh. garbage pail kids <laughs> cards for like mm. a good three or four months. Mm. And I got a full set of one of the series. Nice. And then I immediately lost interest in them completely. Oh, you should have held on to them. Uh, if they're all in a photo album uh, that I probably still own. Oh. I, I have anything. no idea where it might be. Garbage but. bill kids. I've gotten rid of so many things. I've I've thrown out like so many memories. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. we all Me just too. moving Me and uh-huh. and like living in apartments and not having storage and having parents who are like, get this shit out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the things. Yeah. And and honestly, I don't miss any of these things, so yeah. it's okay. Mm-hmm. They're really not like worth them. Like Beanie Babies, everyone's like, they're worth so much money, and it's really not true. No, they're not. So, uh, but baseball cards are, right, in reality? Mm-hmm. There are some that are worth a they ton, are. right? Absolutely. Yeah. Much like stamps. Yeah, true. Is there a true word for, for baseball card collecting? Like philately for stamp collecting? Not that I'm aware of. Baseball-ally. Topping? For topping? <laughs> Top, topsing? Top-pipping? Top, <laughs> topsing? Um... But yeah, it's a it's a thing, you know. Like if you get hooked up with the Mickey Mantle or Babe Ruth, mm. solid investment. Honus Wagner or a Yogi Berra, Sherry McGee. 
I didn't know Yogi Berra was a person until this episode. Oh, and <laughs> Joe, like, Joe went, is that a real name? <laughs> and oh. Yogi Bear, but they never said Yogi Bear is based off of him. And he sued Hanna Barbera Studios. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, because he was sick of being called Yogi Bear, apparently. Well, change your name, Yogi Berra. But Yogi Bear was based <laughs> off of him. Which is fucking crazy. One. Hey, boo boo. I was no a fan reason. of Yogi Bear. I like Yogi Bear. Or do you like more Yogi? than Yogi Bear? Yeah, I have me to too. Say because I don't give a shit about baseball. <laughs> what about boo boo? Hey, boo boo. Mm. I like boo boo. He's all right. I was all about. I'm, I'm a Hanna Barbera kid, so like any pretty much any Hanna Barbera really hits home for me. Mm. I used to love going by the like driving past the Hanna Barbera offices in the valley mm. with the neon signature. Mm. Oh yeah. And also so adjacent to the baked potato. When they showed the whole room for the card convention, it was all antiques. Did you notice that? Yeah. (laughs) Which is like, I guess maybe that would have been a crossover thing, but then it was very clearly labeled baseball card convention everywhere. (laughs) Didn't say anything about the antique booths that were (laughs) filling the room. I thought that was pretty funny. That uh, This episode was like weirdly thrown together, kind of slapdash. Yeah. And the pacing is so bad, mm-hmm. but I have to, I, I can't help but just be like enthralled by the sheer <laughs> audacity of the story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you are finding uh, the eccentricities of it to be winsome. I am. That's good. I am. Yeah. I, I, I like this episode more now than I did when, when I was watching it, because while I was watching, I was like, this is dragging its ass. All over my carpet. You did not think it seemed maudlin? (laughs) (laughs) Maudlin. Maudlin. It's just, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. Usually I can go there with like weird is good. Weird equals good. I just didn't, didn't get there with this. Hopefully I'll have my player fixed and I can really concentrate next week. It was like a, there, there was like a, a Lynchian. I, 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 I keep thinking of Eyes Wide Shut just because of the sequence of events in this episode because it was mm-hmm. just like going from one weird thing to another weird thing and then the weird things get more extreme um, and it's all for one really weird purpose. Mm-hmm. But there was the Lynchian thing about this like underworld of mundane <laughs> riches Yeah, with this baseball <laughs> card flipping game. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and then Rex, like Rex, scores a security guard outfit, yeah. and just like ends up there the entire time. Like, yeah, that seemed that seemed above uh, my initial impression of Rex's ability. Yeah, mm. when he's walking the hearts out of the room, I was like, oh wait, is that Rex? And then of course it was Rex, and I was like, fuck, that's I didn't I didn't pick yeah, you for being that. Of- Lots of threads to tease in this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then they get rid of Rex. He I won. Pick that up. He sh- I won. Pick it up. <laughs> I won. I pick won. it up. Pick it up. I won. Pick it up. Pick it up. I he show, he's, it. Uh, the hearts are following the security guard out, uh, and he shows them to the elevator, which is actually a closet. And they're like, wait a minute. This isn't an elevator. And then Jonathan beats the shit out of him. And then... Jonathan puts on the security guard outfit, and I was thinking, mm-hmm. why are you doing that? Do we know? To infiltrate uh, Dorothy's room. But to 
get to rescue to get, the kid. To get the kid. Right. But that didn't make any sense to me either because she he knock, they knock on the door and she answers. She says, Who is it? And he says, It's Rex. It's Rex in Jonathan voice. And it's clearly not. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, um Well, you what? forget that they called the room like pretending to be looking for somebody else and she's all this is rex what's a face's room yeah. uh, okay and then it's like knock knock it's rex what's a face yeah i call myself by my full name now baby <laughs> yeah it's me rex okay. hey like i come to joe's room knock knock hey it's ellen kiyomi ito <laughs> i would open the door immediately and then you would point a gun at me. Come in. And Ellen would right. point a gun directly at your hand with <laughs> yeah. the gun. So that was like that that standoff was the weirdest. The blocking of that was bizarre yeah. because Jonathan is staring at her with his gun literally pointed at her hand yeah. that's holding mm-hmm. the gun. And, and her, she's like she's staring at the kid with her gun pointed at the kid, and they have their entire conversation frozen in those positions yeah mm-hmm. and when she says the amazing line i think we both can get one shot off that's an amazing great. line. that's, that's some dark great. fucking insane dark shit that was when she, dorothy became the gangster's mole mm-hmm. yeah she fully broke bad in that moment yeah. <laughs> i just all i kept thinking was yeah jonathan shoot her in the hand like just shoot her in the hand you right because your gun is right there i kept expecting him also to hit her with the baseball cards like because that's his usual jam oh yeah to throw things or the kid throws them or <laughs> Doesn't something he throw a towel at rex like that's how he foils no rex. it's a, a jacket yeah. jacket. jacket yeah and he closes jennifer in the closet jennifer usually uses the clutch which is which she, she did. did this episode she she greatest ever she degunned dorothy with her, with clutch. her clutch which was <laughs> great which I, is great although she was pointing the gun at jonathan and it went off and yeah it's like ah oh. that's oops. <laughs> yeah. oh jonathan's dead oh it would have been good if jonathan Ooh. got hit in the leg or something like it like yeah just some collateral damage to bring some reality to this would have been yes. appreciated. But of course, it's never going to happen this time. So then Jonathan and Jennifer have, both have, each have a gun. I have a rewrite for this moment. <laughs> Does the kid get shot in the head? No, but oh. they give the child another memory <laughs> that he will never forget. And they riddle the aunt's body with bullets. <laughs> <laughs> they shoot her a thousand times right in front of the kid. They execute her because I love that the hearts didn't even bother after the last episode. They didn't even bother getting the cops involved at all in any way. Right. They didn't even, they didn't even reach out in any way because the cops fumbled it in the last episode. So they're just like, we're taking justice into our own hands <laughs> and they're judge, jury and executioner. I love it. <laughs> and they would not, they would, there's no way they would get in trouble if they chose to do that. <laughs> <laughs> like right in front of the child oh i think god. that would have been oh my god. so amazing but i have a rewrite of course they get to her room there's the gun standoff the weird 90 degree standoff yeah <laughs> 90 <laughs> and degrees. jonathan says we can end we don't have to get violent we can end this peacefully please accept this aromatherapy candle <laughs> <laughs> he's put an M80 in uh, and yes. it's filled with nails <laughs> I love that <laughs> and she just takes a Please bath except and- <laughs> this pumpkin spice dirty bomb <laughs> I love that I thought you were going to say we can end this amicably card flip off the wall 
will flip for the kid. Whoever, if I touch, I pick it up. If I, yeah, if I, my card touches yours, I get to shoot you in the head. If your card touches mine, you shoot the kid in the head. And we go our separate ways. I thought you'd say that she just shoot the kid in the head and then tell Jonathan that she wanted to pick him up. Yeah, I won. Pick it up. I won. Pick, pick it up. up. Pick it up. I won. Ooh, that's good. That would actually be really good. <laughs> God, I wish that kid could have gotten murdered in this episode. I just wish we could have some <laughs> kids getting murdered in these episodes, but you know it'll never it's happen. It's never going to happen. So there's no danger at all in that situation. I guess there's no real danger when the hearts... I mean, the hearts could get hurt, though. I don't know. The hearts The hearts have only ever gotten genuinely hurt by their own accord. Like, it's, it's Pretty just much. like flying a kite. Or <laughs> <laughs> next to a trash can. <laughs> it's just trash cans are the, are the hearts. He was taking his only life. true yeah, Achilles trash heel. Trash cans are yes. their, their, their real enemies, the trash can. Yeah. Yeah. Trash can, not uh, trash cannot. I thought it was funny that they were playing flip the card off the wall since this whole episode was fucking off the wall. <laughs> They're like um, off the wall rule. Did you think so too? <laughs> <laughs> Did you also think that? <laughs> Here's where I want everyone to picture me sitting at my stupid uh, fake desk, opening a box clearly addressed from a friend, and it's one of those candles. It's <laughs> one of Joe's Joe's hilarious prank candles. What would those be called? Like like relax. <laughs> White wine, Joe's aromatherapy. <laughs> Yeah. Aroma mortality candles. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like relaxation with a boom or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I think it's like a Beth candle. So it's spelled like death, but with a B. <laughs> Beth, beef. <laughs> for, your, for your beef. Beth tub. Beth tub. <laughs> 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 okay. Uh, this will be quick. It's time. Or your poke. <laughs> uh, I, I don't have one. There, there was, there was zero fuckable anything in this. Guess episode. what? I don't have one either. Yeah. That does not bode well. Guess what? It's Yogi Berra. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Nope. Yep. Mm. That was quick. It's a dry ep. It Rock. was. It was a dry one. Yeah. Um, my only the only note that i haven't addressed is that uh i said dorothy looks like she smells like menthols (laughs) she really does that's it her forehead smells like menthols um there was no good fashion really either like jennifer wore that gown to the thing the dodgers jackets kind of cool um the sister wore i liked her outfit that she wore for the entire episode basically which is like a tan suit sort of thing with, <laughs> with, a her, with her scarab yeah it's like okay and then jennifer had this piped it was like had weird piping the blue mm-hmm. de- cross body yeah yeah was, yeah it's like they're okay but it's just casual not, wear not sportswear noteworthy fashions this episode no unfortunately this was just yeah this episode just felt thrown together Oof. it felt like filler because of how much time they spent on that knife and then in the card flipping that knife, I, I was reminded that, of though. them in the wine room on that knife. They spent so much time. It's like, what are you waiting for? Just stab that guy. Oh, my God. And you know who wrote this episode? Don Roos. Don Roos. Oh, really? Our guy. Don, please come on the show. <laughs> please, please 
please come on the show. I just want to, I just want to talk. I just want to (laughs) talk. We just want to talk. You mean no harm. We mean you no harm. Ad rock. We will not send you uh, bath candles. (laughs) Yeah. We will, uh, we will be civil. Look, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take any responsibility and, or pretend that I know what white wine Joe will or will not do. <laughs> Nobody. I don't even know that. I don't even know what he will do. Yeah, I can't be. <laughs> white wine Joe is a loose cannon. We, yeah. we just, he's, he's the Rex of this podcast. <laughs> he might confront Don about his nonsensical writing. Possibly. Uh, well, anybody have any other notes? Not really. I actually I had no notes to begin with. So, nope. Well, let's get to ratings. Uh, zero to five hearts. And I start and I'm really conflicted <laughs> because I think when the episode ended, I was at a two. Wait, mm-hmm. I do. Sorry. I do have one more note. Oh, at what the is the very it? beginning of the episode? They're in bed and Jonathan says, am I getting to first base? And yes, oh God, second the base. Nine, yes. Nine player lineup. Third base. Yeah. What is that? What did she mean? I did not understand what she meant by that. She's, Jennifer says, just don't send nine players up to the plate. I feel like that was a dirtier joke than anyone could have realized. What does that mean? Either she like was some sort of bukake situation. <laughs> bukake. <laughs> I'm oh. so glad that you said that and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Is I feel like that meant? was just a dirty joke of of like or just, or that like I'm like do, don't I can't do that nine more times. What a weird thing to say. Oh, I the, guess. The, the length of that scene and the way it played out was not cute. And it was also just kind of like, are they fucking right now? Like, is she, are they counting down till he comes? Like what's going on? Uh, Yeah. Or until she comes. It was strange. uh, Also was wondering during the scene, it's obviously a baseball reference. The first base, second base thing. Is there a general agreed upon what is first base? What is second base? What is third base? I've never understood exactly. What do you guys think is each of those bases? Um, this is such a gross, uh, gross thing. <laughs> it's the gay version. But I, so my childhood understanding of the bases mm. was kissing was first base, touching a breast was second base, Ooh. touching genitals was third base, and fucking was home. Penetration is home was run. Full penny. Okay. Jesus. Huh. Uh, Is that your understanding of the basis, Ellen? <laughs> more or less. Yeah. Um, I also think like when I think of what, when I first heard those terms, of course it was like on TV. And then I also just for some reason it randomly popped into my head from Laverne and Shirley where they would say that people would vodeo dodo. <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, Do you remember that? Vodio Dodo. Well, she Vodio Dodo. <laughs> it's like, what's that? Sounds like something the Fonz would say. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Anyways. That's like a George Clinton thing. Like that's. <laughs> Maybe it was Vodio Do. Vodio Do. Or was it two Do's? I don't know. I gotta look that up. Oh god, I have no but idea. I just remember that happening a lot in uh, Laverne and Shirley and Shlemiel Shlemazo Land. Hmm. hmm. What was that? What did that mean? Like when full you're an sex? employee or, of Haas and Pfeffer Incorporated? <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do it. Oh, Vodio <laughs> um, Dodo, or was Vodio Dodo a Joni thing from Happy Days? I don't know. It was like a Milwaukee 
70s version of the 1950s phrase vodiodo never heard that one before yeah i've i i i know that i've heard that i do believe i've heard that in p-funk songs (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. um but yeah i have no idea Hmm. ratings zero to five hearts i start when i was finished the episode i thought i was going to be a two now i'm thinking more of a four oh shit uh i i really like thinking about this episode and how weird it is i kind of i kind of loved it uh it's I can't ignore that it was super slow. Yeah. Like the episode dragged on and then these scenes just went on forever, particularly mm-hmm. the card flipping scene. But because it was so outlandish, I kind of love it. Mm. So I'm, fuck mm. it. I'm giving it a four. Damn. All right. Damn. I'm giving it a two mm-hmm. uh, because that's what it deserves. <laughs> I can't disagree. And for all the reasons you just said in your four rating, that's why I'm giving it a two. <laughs> um, I'll split the difference. I'll give it a three. All right. Well, that puts <laughs> it at a nine, which is Ooh, heart a heart murmur, murmur which is surprising to me that it got such a high nine. It's a high heart murmur. That's funny. Like this season, I'm I'm just scanning these ratings, and this season. Not a lot of heart murmurs. Mostly heart attacks. There's a lot of heart attacks. There's also a, there's a couple of Margaret. There's a couple of heartworms, but <laughs> interesting. I'm curious to know how this Margaret. I'm very curious to know how this season's going to stack up uh, in our well, recap that's coming in like two weeks. Oh my Shit, goodness! Really? We that only have two more incredible. episodes. Yeah, there's only two more episodes. I'm so excited for our who liked the season the most ratings to figure out both ah. back to all our ratings and figure out who liked who likes heart to heart the most. Who who's rating it the highest out of all three of us? I'm so excited to find that out. Who do you think it is? Do we have any guesses? I'm gonna guess it's Ellen, but I think that me and Ellen will be neck and neck. I think so too. Agreed. I need we'll be on. Second base. <laughs> you think I'm rating it lower? Um, you know what though, like, because I've given especially some high this season, you have given fives to episodes that we have given twos. Yeah. So yeah, this, yeah. Are we just going to be be middling? What if we're Maybe. all the same? Exact same score? <laughs> that would be fucking crazy. Or within a couple of hearts of each. That would be like an act well, of God. And it's it's not like about heart to heart the whole thing. It's about season three. Mm-hmm. So true, we'll see. True. We but have I to wait. We have to wait until the the five seasons are done before we can do a full. Oh, we do series. Like, right, right. But I. But since we didn't do this on our season one and two recap, I want to go back and oh those yeah. seasons as well and see, definitely see which definitely. one of us liked that se- those seasons. I think Margaret may have already supplied us with that those those stats. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at them. Yet I'm not going. I won't. Okay. I won't look at them. And Margaret, if you haven't, uh, uh, <laughs> please get on it. Get on that. Uh, <laughs> We'll need that. Um, get, stop. You have three weeks before. <laughs> before can, cancel say. disco night at the boat and get on the <laughs> our ratings. At the marina. You're gonna have yeah, to skip marina. marina nightlife next week. <laughs> to, to yeah, Margaret is numbers. our Deanne. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Well, Corey is our Stanley. He call. <laughs> Joe brought up Corey. Yeah, I brought him up <laughs> right at the end. <laughs> Ellen, what are we doing next? What are we doing next? Ah, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about an episode that originally aired on May 11th, 1982. Next week, 
We'll talk about To Coin a Heart, Mm. Jennifer's innocent acquisition of a valuable Renaissance coin plunges the hearts into jeopardy when they are pursued by two men determined to retrieve the prize at any cost. Hmm. Okay. Another collection episode. There hasn't been a single spooky episode this season. Sure hasn't. Mm -hmm. That's a real bummer. Yeah. I need some spooky. Yeah, I... Yeah. Well... Stop erasing spooky, everybody. (laughs) Stop erasing spooky. Please... Amplify spooky. Yeah. Well, there uh, was the mind control episode. I don't think that's was that, the se- that was the season. When was that the Jennifer mind control episode? Yeah, yeah. it had spooky moments, didn't it? When she was in that house, and... <laughs> she's just stealing people's shit. What was that one called? <laughs> what becomes a murder most? No, wait. What's the one? Well, we're talking about the hypnotism one, the yes. diamonds one. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Heart of oh, heart of diamonds. Yeah. Yeah, heart of diamonds. Yes, because uh, Kelly Bishop is. Uh, now that I'm looking at these, it's not spooky. It was just no, like it that wasn't one spooky scene. at all. <laughs> I have very little notes for that episode. All right, lots of lots of hobbies this season. Yeah, true. Well, thank you guys for listening. Um, we will be back next week as usual. <laughs> will we? Please follow us on Instagram and Twitter at It Was Murder Pod. Uh, you can email us at itwasmurderpod at gmail.com. Please rate and review us wherever you're listening to these podcasts. Uh, please give us five stars. And like a message to the people who are making these episodes that we're watching. Can you add some hotter dudes in the next one, please? So we can, <laughs> can have you jump in your time machine, the same time machine that brings detectives from the 1940s to early 1980s for heart to heart episodes. <laughs> yeah, yes. And uh, put some hotter people. And the one time machine that had jennifer hart mentioning our podcast on the show true (laughs) (laughs) can you please add some pokeable dudes in the next episode please thank you freeway oh was in the episode for a second was he informed the hearts that the kid was crying in the kitchen (laughs) that's true narc Um, nobody likes a narc freeway total narc freeway go to bed good night freeway freeway just get a gains burger and go to bed Got some dog on it. Good night, freeway. Or a lot of dog on it. Good night, freeway. <laughs> Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway. Good night, freeway.